here's the deal. He likes his routine. He really likes coffee and the French press was broken. Mm-hmm. And I came into the kitchen and he had the espresso wand mm-hmm. in a cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was going to pour hot water into the espresso and that, that would have exploded. It, it was just, I was desperate. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, first of all, I was going to, put it in the sink the whole thing just in case i made a mess uh-huh and i know matt matt oh there's there's a piece of dripped coffee on the side of your granite there uh-huh don't let matt see that okay <laughs> i don't see it it's right there it looks like diarrhea running down oh, the yeah, side. <laughs> we should clean it before matt sees it I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad has just recently come back into my life. So now I have to try and teach him how to be a father, because he has no clue. Okay, hey guys, welcome back to, whoa, dad, that's how I feel today, it's dad, because... At this moment in time, the kitchen is filled with Bobby's things, okay? He's got paper towel everywhere. He has his computer sitting on the kitchen table with two coffee mugs beside it and a hard drive attached. (laughs) Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm a very disorganized person, but I don't really understand why he needs a hard drive. Like, why do you have an external hard drive? When you're away for a week, I mean, he produces music. So I thought, oh, maybe he's going to work on music here. But no, he just has his external hard drive plugged into his computer 24-7. It's He's taken over. He's taken over. He's got that. He's got his AA book and then another self-help book and a shit ton of empty Nicorette wrappers. I don't know why I'm not sponsored by Nicorette yet. Guys, sponsor me because... The amount of time and money I am putting into editing out his Nicorette chewing on the podcast, you owe me. I thought my dad owed me. Nicorette, you owe me. If this is your first time listening, I'm Nikki Bond. Uh, My dad left. He came back. And so we are trying to build a relationship through the podcast. And the only way to do it is to teach him how to be a father because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And now a new goal is to just get him to stay on track. I need him to focus. This is this is why I know that's going to be an ever evolving relationship is because the more I get to know him, the more goals I come up with. Why are you so tired today? Why are you so tired today? I'm not tired. You seem a bit out of it. I do. Is it cuz it's hard being a father? It's exhausting. Is it exhausting? No, it's really exciting. Is it? And yeah, invigorating. No, I just came from the gym. A little, little spaced. That's well, you're spaced out. You were spaced out this morning too. It's okay. I'm I'm spaced out all the time. Well, sometimes you're more excited than others. It's true. Okay. Um, we went. We just had an incident where he wanted to put. Um, he wanted to take my lentils from work. And he said, can I have some of these? And then I felt bad, so I said, fine. 
and then he took the container and put a plastic container with lentils. Paper towels will hold more snot than toilet paper. But the toilet paper is softer on my nose. Well, you, you got to know how. To, okay. What are you gonna? What do you? You want me to wipe? You want me to wipe my nose with paper towels? I'm just saying, the paper towels you can absorb, especially the ones I bought. They're triple ply paper towels. But they're gonna be sore, and they're gonna cut the skin all around my delicate <sighs> nose. Oh, my young soft skin around yeah. my nose. <laughs> okay. If I was a kid, would you be giving me paper towel to blow my nose? No. Well, it sounds like it. Oh, I, I forgot. I have calluses on the sides of my nose, <clears throat> so I can use paper towels. How'd you get those? By blowing with paper towels. Oh. Do you really have calluses on the side of your nose? Look. No. Oh. Just joking. <laughs> um, uh, or, so we, um, he went to go put the lentils in the microwave in... <laughs> 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 okay. If oh. they're listening to this in the car, they're going to be falling asleep. Okay. All right. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about. I don't. You don't even know what you want to talk about. All right. Well, listen. Do you have something you want to talk about or not? Not at the moment. Okay. Well, then my point is, he put the lentils in the cover in the microwave in a plastic thing. And I was like, you can't put that in there. You're going to get, it's bad for you. Plastic is really bad. And then he said that I'm a control freak. It's true. You think I'm a control freak? Absolutely. Give me other examples. How am I a control freak? Stop. There you go. Yo, you're chewing gum into Oh, first of all, first of all. Uh-huh. Okay, I won't chew. I'll pull it out. You're going to put it. Wait, show it to me. Show it to me in your hand. It's no, There's nothing in your hand. He fake pulled it out. I have a lot of practice doing that. Oh, Dad, not a thing you say to your daughter. What? Oh, I didn't even have, I didn't even get the se sexual connotation. Okay. I swear to God. Okay. okay. <laughs> what did you say? I'm out of it. I just came from the gym <laughs> and I haven't worked out. Since I've been here and I'm okay, my brain is a little scrambled. Mm -hmm. Okay, moving on. And plus, uh huh, it's the worst time of the day. To, I'm really clear-headed in the morning. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm not. So we had to do. I had to do some stuff. Okay. You were you were quiet this morning. Huh? You didn't. You weren't in a talky mood this morning. Normally, you'll wake up and you go, "What's that? What do you do after you do that? What's that?" And I'm like, "It's a glass of water." I'm uh, always quiet in the morning. No, you're not. Really? Sometimes you really talk, yeah. Not today. Oh, I know what happened. I got what up happened? at 6 o'clock in the morning. I had uh -huh. been up like four hours. So you were really tired. Yeah, it's been, I've been tired. Okay. I usually, I usually take it, I'm trying to stop taking naps. Oh, that's trying good. To, yeah. I think as you get older, you take naps though, no? No. Okay. I took more naps when I was younger. Maybe because you were hungover? Nope. Oh, Okay. Okay, so we're going to go through a list of suggestions of what online describes like how to be a good dad, okay? Okay. Um, my first thing my therapist told me to ask you is what do you think it takes to be a good dad? It's not a trick question. You can answer from all your heart. 
I think the most valuable thing you can do is, is uh, time. Spend time. So, you know, what's funny is that number one that came up, it's spend time with your child. Yeah. Did you read that off the list? No. Dad. I swear to God, I didn't. <laughs> How would I get into the, your computer to read that? Well, I just, it was sitting up there. So I just didn't know if you like sneakily read it. But okay. It, one thing I don't do is I don't look at other people's stuff. I, okay. Even if that was up there, I wouldn't look at it. Okay. Um. Okay. So we're going to go through all these and tell me which ones you like the best. Okay. You can read them. I can't read anything right now. I'm totally. You read them. I think people are sick of my voice. I need you. Well, well, could, well one for one. Huh? Okay. <laughs> well, one for one it. Listen, here's the thing. You're tired because you worked out. Yeah. And I'm tired because I'm sick. So uh. I need a little help here, Dad. Okay. I need you to like be the be the rock that I've been looking for. Uh, okay. It's just the stuff in bold. Okay, wh wh where so do you want me to spend read? Spend time with your child. Spend time with your child. Okay, go to the next one. Tell family stories. I read that one. If, well, if you like it, we can read more information about it. Okay. Start a, start a family tradition. I like that one. You like that one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, read for 15 minutes before bedtime. Yes. Discipline with love and positive parenting. That is a very elusive thing right there. What do you think? What do you think about that? It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You know what? You know what's wrong with that? What? Life happens. What the fuck do you mean by that? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, where did you get this? <laughs> you can't handle it. Hey, Dad, should remind. Okay, let's see. Let's go through, and, and you we can say ding, 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 or eh, if you did it instead of all doing all the. Okay, spend time with your child. Eh. Tell family stories. Did you tell family stories? Sometimes it's really hard to get family stories out of you. Actually. I have more of an interest in your family in the past, and I could only get it out of you at certain times. And that's okay. something I want to work on. All right. Start a family tradition. I would say, like, you started one kind of when we would go to the airport and just watch planes land. Pardon me? I'd say, like, you, well, I guess that's well, not well, true. We used to go ice skating. Do you remember that? Like, we went twice. No, we went more than that. No. You, you, you keep don't... bringing up ice skating. Oh, okay. It's okay. All right. Okay. Read for 15 minutes before bedtime. Eh, that didn't happen. I'll do that. Okay, you'll do that? Okay. What does that say? Be your child's role model. Be your child's role model. Be your child's role model. Do you think you did that? Um, no. This is what it says in it, though. It says, whether they realize it or not, fathers are role models to their kids. A girl who spends time... With a loving father grows up knowing she deserves to be treated and respected by boys and learns what she's looking for in a partner. Mm -hmm. I definitely dated guys that weren't around, like that just were like dismissive and, and weren't there very much. Is that gum on the microphone? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. That's some, yeah, that's gum on the microphone. Okay. Moving on. Uh, be your child's teacher. Teach your child about right and wrong. I feel like I'm doing that to you. Eat together as a family. That's important. Okay, you want to do that? Yeah, let's do that right now because I'm really <laughs> oh, hungry. What? My God. I'm really hungry. Okay, Dad. We should do that. Dad. That's part of the podcast. Yeah. Okay, we, w we will do that. But you just ate my lentils. Yeah, but I'm still hungry. Okay, 
can, can you sacrifice and like be hungry for a minute to get through this? Yes. What does that say? Seek involvement early. <clears throat> Walk, stretch, and meditate? Yeah. Well, hike. Okay. You know, that could be a really cool thing. Uh, what, what was the other ones like doing stuff together? Uh, yeah. Ritual. Ritual? ritual. Yeah. A hike. tradition. A That's tradition. not a tradition. It's not? No. We'll read more what a tradition is. But uh, that right. Hiking isn't a tradition. All right. Like anybody can. A tradition is like uh, every year my grandma used to read me the night before Christmas. That's a tradition. Every night she read that? Every every Christmas Eve. Oh, every Christmas Eve. Yeah. So you have to wait all year? Yeah, all year for it. For one reading? Yes. But that oh. was a tradition. Now, do you think it would be normal for me to read you to bed? Uh, No. Huh? But you're going to. But you're 33. I swear to God, if we discuss this every single fucking episode, like, you get the concept it's like you've been men in black every time we turn on the podcast what what does that mean men in black is when they take the little marker and then they they make you lose your memory i know it's very frustrating i'm sorry i need you to write in your book more and, re- and review your notes before what, what you get book? on the podcast <laughs> oh my god okay let's keep going here put their interest first always even if it means you don't understand why you're doing something like reading to bird. Okay. Have you put my interest first? Yes. Keep going. <laughs> spend your spare time with them. This is my spare time I'm spending with you. Okay. Teach them self-esteem. I do that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say you do that. Teach them about finances. Uh, I only could teach you things I'm good at. What are you good at? Uh, I could teach you something that would really be interesting, possibly, but uh-huh. it might not be. What? I could teach you how to ride a unicycle. <laughs> I could teach you... Uh, um, it's I, really interesting. I feel like the finances thing... Your mom would be better than so that. So say my mom wasn't alive. Yeah. You would, I would be like, Dad, how do I do this? So you might have to learn something in order to teach me because when people, when dads help with homework, they have to learn because they don't remember math stuff and they have to learn it in order to teach them. Mm-hmm. So maybe we will look at my finances and we'll do some research together to figure out. I see. Okay. Learn a language together. Because I have together. some topics that, that, about finance. Learn a language together. That would be fun. You want to do that? I'd love to do that. What language do you want to learn? Spanish. Okay. Uh, teach me math or how to spell because I'm really bad at spelling. So am I. Okay. Actually, I'm getting better since um, texting came into the foray of our social. But texting has autocorrect. That's how I've learned how to spell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe we can. you can teach me how to spell a couple things. Like what? I don't know. You have to look up how to teach me how to spell. That's a lot of words to spell right now. <laughs> okay. Dad, this is like stuff where you have to be a bit more proactive instead of being like, how do I do that? Like, you have to like look up and figure out how you do that instead of having me look it up and then tell you how to do it to me, you know? Uh-huh. I'm trying to like guide you in a way 
but I need you to like not well, be take, as lazy. I'm not lazy. Let's do one thing at a time. Okay, but I'm just reading through the list. There's okay. a couple more things. Okay. I give you hugs anytime you want. I don't really want one. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I respect that. I'm not as. I respect that. Yeah. Do you understand? I mean, yeah. have you ever very sensitive to body language, and I've never. Yeah, go ahead. Well, but I don't. I don't feel like to be honest. Like, I'm not a big hugger, but I also like don't feel comfortable hugging you. Okay. Like I'll hug you when I see you, uh-huh. but that'd be so. Don't you think it's like a bit fake if we were hugging all the time? Well, because like, I, I don't want to be hugged if you don't feel like hugging me. I wouldn't want that. No, but like, we've never had an affectionate relationship. Like sometimes, like girls and their dads are so close, or guys and their that that's weird. Guys and their dads are hugging, but like I've never like when we hug, it's not like a natural thing. Okay, we don't ever have to hug. No, we still hug, hello and goodbye. But I'm saying that's fine with me. Don't, don't but I'm not a, gonna walk in the kitchen and be like, "Hey, dad, good morning," and hug you. Oh no! But the thing is, I I would never want you to do anything that you you're forced to do. You, you know? Yeah, but but my thing is, I'm like because because we had distant years and it's not as easy to hug. Right. You know what I mean? So. It's okay. I, I understand that. But I'll still hug, but I don't want to like hug all the time. That's weird. I don't like I don't like affection that uh, much. Okay. Okay. Play with them. Let me read this. Don't <laughs> just watch. Watch, watch. Show uh-huh. them. Yeah. How to have, uh-huh. what's that word? Fun. Don't just watch. Show them how to have fun. What's your, yeah. What's your idea of fun? What would you, what would you, you know what? What? You know, one thing that my parent, like grandma and mom had to do a lot, what grandma had to do a lot. What's that? She had to play store with me. So like I would set up a store and then my grandma would come in and be like, oh, I'll buy this. I played that with you too. You did? Yeah, I did. What did I sell in my store? Oh gosh. It was at Glen. I remember the the apartment. Yeah. Are you just saying that? No. So I don't make you play store because I might make you play store. You want to play store now? We'll play store. Okay. What does that one say? Don't be the absent dad. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Model good behavior. <laughs> stick it up your stick <laughs> stick to a routine. Sorry. Leave messages. Yeah. On regular days, surprise your kid. I love surprises. All right. Surprise. I'll give you a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what you're gonna do? Maybe I think I do. Okay. Leave messages. Yeah, surprise your kid. Say positive things to them. Wow, you look really nice today. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, move on. Read read some of them. (laughs) I thought of you today when, finished with a specific time during the day that you thought, at 10.32 today, (laughs) I thought of you. I don't like that one. That one creeps me out. I love you from your toes to your nose to where your hair grows. (laughs) That's... This is some sick shit, man. I quit. 
Listen, this is, I love you from your toes to your nose to where your hair grows. For extra giggles, touch your child's toes. When you say that, this is some perverted, sh- are you, their nose when they say nose and the top of their head when sometimes <laughs> if I'm feeling sad, just think of you m- makes me feel better. <laughs> You've been living in LA too long, sweetheart. Keep reading what else it says. <laughs> I feel like kids who, whose parents say this shit are going to end up more spoiled. That's what it is, my thought. Oh. Read what that one says. I love to watch you. <laughs> then give an activity like play soccer, get wrapped up in a reading book. I'd be so creeped out if you were just watching me read a book and then you were like, I love Player to- clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This oh is this God. is some really out there. Where did you get this on the website? On a website somewhere? Yeah, it's called Happy it- You. Happy you, happy family. Oh, man. I know. It's creepy. It's really creepy. Read more of them. I love your insides and your outsides. <laughs> wow. I appreciate when you finish with <laughs> specific examples of something your child does that's helpful or kind. <laughs> I love your insides and your outsides. <laughs> I love you from your toes to your nose to where your hair grows. <laughs> It's <laughs> wow. It's the last. <laughs> it's the last four words that really fuck with my head. <laughs> it's gonna haunt me <laughs> tonight. For the record, I'm shaking my head. That that that's some creepy shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that was just creepy. Yeah, but it's all not creepy. No, no, <laughs> no. It, it's creepy. <laughs> Serious creep factor there. For extra giggles, touch your child's toes when you say toes, and their nosies oh on the top of their head when you say the last line. To where your hair grows, and touch to where their hair grows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's weird, man. Yeah, show up to concerts, ball games, dance recitals. Oh, maybe you should come and watch one of my dance classes. I'd love that. All right. Look through. I photos. could come tonight with you when you're filming your. You could come tonight with me if you wanted me to. Do you want to? Here's where I'm coming from. Wait. This is something you don't know about me. I don't like to impose. Like if you invited me, I'd come. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hound you. Let me come. Let me come. Yeah, or I wouldn't. Some... I wouldn't ever forcibly hug you or something. You know, if you want me to come, I would love to come. I think it would be cool for me to see that. So, but if you don't want me to come, I respect that. So, this is the thing that, like, I think you need—not you, but like even distant dads need to realize—is like when you're a kid, you don't really know how to express what you want. You're not sure what you want. Like, do I want you to come? I do want you to come, but I'm afraid to ask. And mm. then you get to the point that you're like, well, now I'm just asking you to do all these things. Then I feel bratty. And I feel like I'm like asking for all this stuff where if you say, I would like to come, but I don't have to, but it'd be interesting to see that it makes me feel a bit more like acknowledged or appreciated or like you want to do that. If I say, would you like to come? Then you'd be like, okay, I'll do that. But it's like showing interest. Okay. Here's, here's the deal. Had this not come up, you would have thought possibly that I wasn't interested 
Yeah, exactly. But the fact is, I'm very interested, but I I wouldn't impose. I wouldn't ask you, can I come tonight? Because that would put pressure on you and make you uncomfortable and feel make you feel obligated to say yes. So I don't even go there. I wouldn't even ask you unless you said, Dad, would you like to come? Then I would come. And so what I'm saying is you're allowed to ask me things. Like you, if you have a genuine interest in things, you're allowed to ask me because if I'm always asking you, then it's kind of like, do you have any interest? You know what I mean? You asking me shows that you have interest. And if I want to say no, I'll say no, but you should be like, start to get comfortable with being okay to ask me things that you want to do or if you're genuinely interested to see something and not feel bad about imposing. Yeah, okay. Because there's two there's two dialogues that are happening. We all have here. natures. Yeah, I know. Okay, and, and you can't change my nature. Even well, like, no, I, I, you're not. I, it's just not my way to, yeah, to impose like. But, but I, the, yeah. by your nature, I yeah. feel neglect. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of people do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you can't just go, oh, okay, they do, and that's me, and that's that. No, like, no, 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 no. So you got to put no, yourself no, no, outside no, no. the comfort zone. The, and- the, 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 the point is, yeah, this isn't my first rodeo with this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I know all of this, this is an aspect of myself. I know that I don't show that I care. It's just look up natures of Capricorns. I mean, it's just, I'm about, Right, but but what I'm challenging you with right now is like even though you're like, oh, it's the nature of a Capricorn. I'm no, like, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not even saying that. I'm just saying when I did read that a long time ago, I found it interesting that I, I have a lot, a lot of those traits. But it can like hinder people. Like oh, I would say that I am not. I'm not good at asking for things. I feel like guilty and bad about it. Right. And maybe that's because I think that people wouldn't be interested in it. And maybe that's because of our relationship. You know what I mean? So you're the father, you're the dad. So you can say, I would like to do this. Can I come? You know, or speak your mind, communicate it. I mean, I, I definitely thought, well, it would be cool to go see her. I wasn't, you know, I wouldn't want to impose on, on you or make you nervous or whatever. So I just. But I will be honest with the answer and I will say yes or no. Okay. So if you, if I'm just saying, if you have those things that you would like to do, or if you're like, oh, give me a hug. I feel like you're kind of living by what you don't want to like harm me with or what you don't want to impose or be in my way. But then on my side, I'm like, you're not really doing anything. It's my side. I just, I'm like, oh, you're a bit lazy or not making an effort and you just don't want to offend me or you don't want to feel like it's too much so we're having like a disconnect and i think right. that that's something that like a lot of parents uh distant parents because they don't have that kind of like deeper connection with their kid where they're like i can't jump into your life and ask to show up to all these things when you've had your own life like there must be some sort of guilt or like kind of independence that you've given your kid mm-hmm. but the more that you ask or try to take part then the more you'd be surprised that Mm -hmm. the kid will be like yeah you can come do that or like touched like oh you want to see that even if i don't want you to come i'm like that's nice that you want to see that you know what i mean right right. if you keep it to yourself how am i ever going to know right it's a mystery right so yeah okay is that it that's it wait 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 oh i love you from your head to your toes (laughs) and all the hairs (laughs) <laughs> your body, I guess. What else? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me read you a story. You have to say, I was thinking of you when. I was thinking of you <laughs> uh, today. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking of you at quarter to four, saying, I, I need to get back by four o'clock because if I get back at 401, she's going to think that I'm not interested and, you know, I've got to really be true to my word. You know what Is I mean? Is it giving you anxiety? Does it give me anxiety? Yeah. It does, actually. You can just say I'm running late. Like I'm, no, 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 I'm no, no, no. Okay. Case in point, I might have had to come here a day later. Yeah. I knew. I know we've gone, we've already gone yeah. through it. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that I really have to be very, very diligent about my word there all the go. time with you. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. But I'm well aware of of issues you have like for instance uh, i knew that when i texted you this week that i was going to be a day late because yeah. of a doctor's appointment yeah i knew you were going to think that i was bailing on you yeah which the whole time i was like oh is he gonna bail yeah yeah so so was, and, and that's, but I, I i had i had no choice so luckily i was able to rearrange and change my flight yeah. but when i texted you that i said can i come a day late Later, yeah, I felt wow. She's gonna think I'm abandoning her. What well, was also, and the next yeah. text was, if you if you're still coming, right? I've yeah. got it in my phone. I go wow. She thinks that I'm I'm trying to bail on her. Yeah. When in fact, it was a it was a medical thing, and they ch I was luckily able to come on the sixth, opposed to today. Well, Which, that, and the six was yesterday. And that's that's where I think that as much as I'm like healed, I'm not healed. Absolutely. Like I think I'm like waiting every minute to be like. Disappointed. Yeah. I test people now because I'm like, are you going to come through? So my goal, I would say like at the end of the podcast, well, there is no end because this is an ever evolving relationship. But I hope by the end of the week, I want to see if I can actually come like trust and be like oh no he'll come through but what's gonna happen is this if you're if you take that position yeah and something comes up where i really can't come you're gonna have a relapse of feeling that i didn't come through so that's why i'm trying to see if like what it takes for me to actually fully trust that if you don't come through i won't have a relapse right because it will happen there will be a situation where like, for instance, if I say I'm going to be in New Orleans on the 15th, which I intend to be. Yeah. But something might come up where I can't, you yeah. know, uh, who knows? I could be in a car crash or I could be sick or whatever, or I could have an opportunity that could be like over the top where I can't make it. It's a trust thing. Yes. The more that I grow up and the more that I'm like, my career matters so much is the more that I do understand that. So if you did have a big opportunity, then I would be like, okay. However, I could be okay, but I do still have in my blood, like, you owe me. And I wish I didn't have it. Like, mm -hmm. I can't help it. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, so with this project, my goal is maybe if we do all these things and you put, and you sacrifice and you put yourself on the line doing this stupid shit Maybe it'll like heal some of that and I can let some of this other shit go. Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I, I don't think it's 
You don't know. Well, that's what, that's what this a week is. isn't long enough. No, it's true, and that's why this is going to be an ongoing project. Right. Other things, 101, is like what, what you said when you were like, well, sometimes I'm not going to feel like talking, and that's when I was like, you got to talk, because like sometimes dads get home from work, they get fired, and their kid walks up to them and goes, daddy, play with me, and you got to play with the kid, mm-hmm. even though you're fired and you're depressed or like, you're you're going through a divorce, whatever it is. Parents have to come through, right? Right. And so I'm like, all right, we're going to do some challenges that's going to be like, you got to come through. And maybe then it'll be like, oh, my gosh, you did that. Thank you so much. Right. Or I'll be like, oh, my gosh, you didn't do that. You. This is why you have to do stuff like this. Okay. But I think that doing like what's satisfying and not satisfying, as much as I am 33 years old, I'm also like, well, maybe if you... It's it's like heartening if you did read me a story and then it's funny and, and something and like it's at least you're trying. Right. It's like kids want to see the effort. They want to see the attempt. You know what I mean? Was was the Uber thing a test? Just so you guys know, first of all, this is a weird move. I'm interrupting the podcast to give an explanation, but I think that this is an important point. I just want to highlight when he's saying was the Uber thing a test? He's referring to picking him up from the airport. I originally had planned on doing that. And then the night before, I wasn't feeling well. And I said, do you know how to take an Uber? Would you be able to take an Uber if I can't make it tomorrow? I felt very guilty. But then I woke up and I had diarrhea. And if you live in LA, you know that sitting in your car trying to pick someone up at the airport is not where you want to be when you got the die-die. So then I just said, you have to take an Uber. But I said it in a very polite way because I was scared and he still thinks that it's a test taking an uber yeah not at all I had diarrhea and okay. I was so like you hear my voice I right. was like right I don't think I can sit right. in my car right I was worried about you this is the thing is that I always feel like I'm the parent like I was worried about you I was like he's not gonna be able to know how to figure out if to take a shuttle to get here right all that kind of stuff and then I was like he's an adult he can do this on his own. I don't have to take care of him. Right. That's the other thing is that I always feel like I'm like looking out for feelings and like trying to take care of you. And like, I feel like I'm constantly wanting to teach you. Like, I'm like, you can do the coffee. And as much as I was going to teach you how to do it, I know that you're going to forget. So I'm just like, we're going to get you a French press. And there's some things that I need to let go and accept that that's just the type of person you are. Mm -hmm. But there's other things where I'm like, I don't have to sacrifice myself in order to save your feelings and in order to like, pick you up because you can do it on your own mm-hmm. you're a little bit of like a puppy dog you know okay like this morning when you stood in the doorway and you were like i've been up since 7 30 and i haven't had coffee and i look and it's the espresso one in the mug with espresso everywhere and i'm like what the fuck happened? but i wasn't asking you to, i know uh, i know no i know it. i know yeah. it's just funny but i'm yeah. saying like there's some stuff that i'm i as a person have to let go of because mm-hmm. i'm like you know what it is? I find like the more that I do for you, the more if I am doing more for you than you're doing for me, I become resentful. I do and I do and I do and I do it because I want to help people. That's just how it is. And it's not just you. It's like friends too. All this, I'll do all these things and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, what? Why have I been doing all this stuff for you? You haven't done anything for me. And like you, you not saying you, but like I, I that's where you become resentful right. of people. So I'm like, okay. Maybe if we have an even playing field of you doing stuff as I'm doing stuff, and if you can do a little bit more for me this week, maybe it'll change things or try, you know? Yeah. 
I think that your girlfriend is an amazing person. She's strong. She, but, and she, and I always mock you for this. I'm like, she does everything for you Mm -hmm. and you're conditioned that way. Mm -hmm. And you got to live, like you have a life that you lived on the road independent but with people Mm -hmm. that's why i wanted you to live with me this week and change it up a bit i'm in all right okay but here's the deal Uh uh-huh you're only saying part of the story or part of the situation i know uh you don't know what i do for her okay i don't talk about it but let me tell you something yeah on 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 a ledger it's about even okay she apparently does stuff for me that you see and she you think that she does everything for me but on the, the bottom there's so much that I don't talk about cuz I'm an internal person I don't like to talk or brag about things okay but it's about even listen it's a great deal of so patience go ahead that's that's something that I was always resentful as a kid which we talked about yesterday and like where I'm like well if you're giving there's some sort of jealousy that I have with like other females. And if you're giving the other female more than you're giving me, I'm like, that's when I act up and I'm like, now you owe me 10 times more than that. You know, it's a crazy thing. And so I'm trying to be like, that's why with this, it's like, okay, maybe if we do all the things, it's because of the past of like, well, you didn't have to do, you know, we've talked about it. So that's why I'm like, let's, see this week of you doing stuff that a dad would do and I consider that doing something for me. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But I, I do want to tell you this. Uh-huh. <sighs> I'm constantly uh, conscious and constantly aware. Like, for instance, I came from New Orleans to here. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to come from Florida to here. And when I before I told you I'm coming from New Orleans, I thought she's going to think that I'm doing more for than I am for. No, I didn't even think that. You didn't? But no. in my head, I'm going, wow, she's going to be hurt that I'm in New Orleans. No, I'm yeah. not like that. I, I used I, to be. I, I, no, I'm talking about me yeah. in my head. When I, had to, when I asked you... Can I delay my arrival by a day? Uh-huh. I knew that you were going to feel like I'm uh, uh, abandoning. abandoning. Yes. You know, it's it's hard, too, because I couldn't, like, call you and talk to you because I was in Mexico City at a wedding. So you were, like, texting me during that time, and it was like, I can't even focus on that. But th- that's irrelevant. But every, but every action that I have. Well, it's good that you're thinking about it now. But it's been like this for for 15 or... And that's the difference is that like... So in our past, like uh, the difference is that you never never say it. You don't verbalize as much as your internal. So that's another thing that you're going to, I think, have to learn how to do is verbalize things a little bit more because a huge... This is for the next episode. Okay. That's the next episode. But you can edit episodes and cut it up to make if, if That's true. listen, if we're on a roll and we're getting somewhere. Okay. So the, we should keep going and the, then you could ed- make it into two episodes. Okay. So this, that's this a, is a great time. It's a great it's beautiful outside. We're talking. It's this is awesome. So you make this three episodes, whatever. Um, so that's where like you thought all that stuff, you could have said it. And that's 
but that's yeah. that's the thing like when we so for like listeners uh there's been two episodes of this is this is this will be an a side b side okay of my my story versus your story okay our two ways our minds think okay the child and the parent yes the first time i sent an email being like my friend's dad died i don't know you that well what if you die and i don't know you that well remember Right, right and that was a good communication Right. The second email was like, I'm disappointed because you let me down and I felt like this the whole time and da da da. And then you were really upset with the email and then you didn't contact me because you had to process it. And the longer that I waited for you to process it, the more anxious I got. And right. the more and everybody was like, Call her, call her and you're like, I can't call her. Um, because I physically can't do that. And that is hard for you, but it's even harder for me to write the email and I know and we discussed you're like don't ever write me an email saying that just call me and I'm like okay I'll change my way I won't communicate that way ever again but I need you to communicate what you are afraid I'm thinking or do you think that I'm upset that you're coming from New Orleans Mm -hmm. you go hey I'm coming from New Orleans I need to delay my flight or you would call me probably you'd call me be like I think I have to delay my flight what do you think and then you'd be like, but I'm still coming. I'm excited to do this. I texted you that. Yeah, but but like the come, it's it's kind of like a, this might happen, but then you like comfort. Like you have to be like, oh, but I'm still, I'm still excited to do this. I'm not bailing. I just wanted to know my options. Right. Like you comfort with it. Mm-hmm. I think the text message was. To, read, read the texts. My, just read them. Okay. But my thing with the email was, you really, because you're the parent, you should have called me. And we've talked about this already. But because you're the parent, you you have to be the bigger person sometimes. And I think that's where I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I'm sick of being the bigger person. Things are going to be hard and you have to like overcome it and put yourself aside to take that challenge and go through that fucking hardship and call. Okay, this is what you said. Uh, I might have to delay my trip a couple days. Does that mess up your schedule? I said to when, what's up? I booked to arrive Thursday the 6th. I might have to change it to Friday or Saturday. That's not exactly. <laughs> Let me get my phone. Here. Okay. It's, it's It doesn't sound bad. I don't know why you're being defensive. Because I tell you, this is what sucks about Texas. Yeah, that, that that's the thing. I'm like, just call me. If you would have called me and been you like. You were in Mexico. You can still call me. You can still call me. Let me read the whole thing. Here's the deal. Texting. Yeah. Let me be the dad. Okay. Just be quiet for now. Okay. Sit there and just. Okay. That's 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 a dad thing. All right. Texting and emailing suck because there is no intonation in a text or in you can't read a, the intent of a person in a text or an email. Case in point. You were in Vietnam. I had made a joke in an email thinking that you would laugh. It destroyed you. And you wrote me this really involved email and it was totally misunderstood. So texting and emailing to deal with emotional stuff is a bad idea because the human element isn't there. Reading an email or a text, the person who's reading it in their mind 
is making up their own tone. Of yeah. What, you, you understand what I'm saying? I totally understand what you're but saying. L- let me read the text. Wait, wait, but I'm going to give you my thought process. And when I was thinking this, I, I think that you think I'm more upset than what I was. But exactly. I do. But, I, I do, but that's the thing is that's why you call. So my advice is, if you think that I'm going to be scared of something, this is to everybody out there. If you think someone is going to be afraid, if your child is going to be af- is going to be upset by something, and then you send the text message, you're sending. You're kind of like sending the text message. You're like, oh, okay, they're going to think this and this and this. So if you think I'm going to think something, then you reassure me that if I'm thinking that, that's not what's happening. Instead of on your own intel being like, she might think this. You go like this. She might think this. So I'm going to tell her that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead, you just sat in your thought. It's way easier to get on the phone and talk and hear the tone because what I read from that, my A side is like, oh, he's like kind of just, it seems a bit like, oh, I might have to do this. Yes. Yeah. But it wasn't. Exactly. But if you called me up and you said that. Yeah. Then it would be totally different. Yeah. But writing this, I know exactly what I was thinking. Right, but I was going, fuck, I'm booked to fly out. And my appointment, I have to change it if I can't get, change my appointment. So when I r- wrote this, I'm going, she's going to think I'm bailing on her. And uh, I might have to delay my trip a couple days. Does that mess your schedule up? I need voices. To what end? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I'm bo- okay, okay, oh, okay. No, this no, is my shit, I man. Know, I don't know. Don't interrupt me. Wait, I want you to do it from what? I'm the what? dad. You do, you, you do not interrupt your father. <laughs> oh, now. I'm booked to arrive on Thursday the 6th. I might have to change to Friday on Saturday. I would stay the same length or even, I, I, I can stay longer if you want. It has to do with doctors in my appointment. I'm trying to change it to Monday. What day are you trying to change it till? I have, I have a show out out of town the 14th and the 17th hold on let me look <laughs> i'm i'm booked to go home on the 13th but if if i delay it a day i, I would leave friday the 14th okay great i'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> is it a therapist or a doctor it's my psychiatrist no i shouldn't say it wasn't a psychiatrist it was my doctor I don't want anybody to know. I want we all go to say, okay, go on. Okay, well, yeah, if you can still come, because I leave the 14th overnight. Okay, if you can still, and then I go, oh, fuck, she thinks I'm bailing on her. Then I wrote, I'm still coming. I haven't changed my <laughs> reservation. <laughs> I'm still booked to come Thursday. I was just checking with you to see if I, it would be a problem if I might change my flight and arrive a day later. I don't know if... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my dialogue in my head. That's so that's okay. Why Texas I, I'm going to read my dialogue in my head. Okay. This is actually a good idea to reread our shit. Yeah. Because in the voices it, that we think. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's what's missing in t- Texas. It's okay to go. By uh, the way, it's not Texas. It's texts. Texts. Yeah. This is my this is my A side. So you read your B side. Okay. Okay. Also, I'm walking down a street in Mexico. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm walking down the street with five people. Okay. okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. You don't even say hi or anything. I just get this 
text out of nowhere. I may have to delay my trip a couple days. Does that mess up your schedule? Uh, one sec, guys. I'll be right there. Uh, to when? What's up? I booked to arrive Thursday the 6th. I might have to change it to Friday or Saturday, but I would stay the same length of time. I can stay longer if you want. It has to do with the doctor's appointment. I'm trying to change it to Monday. Uh, okay, sorry, guys. Um, what day were you staying till? I have a show out of town on the 14th and 17th. Hold on, let me look. I'm booked to go home on the 13th, but if I have to delay it a day, I would leave Friday the 14th. Okay, great. I'll let you know. Uh, is it a therapist or doctors? Because here's my thing. If it's a therapist or doctors, because you aren't saying like, is it a doctors? Are you dying? Right. Do you have cancer? I know. What is it that is making you delay it? Like mm -hmm. now I'm a bit concerned. Now I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Right? I knew that. Why didn't you tell me? If you know that that's what I'm thinking. Wait, wait. Let me finish. Yep. If you know that's what I'm thinking, just go. It's a, like, just explain it. This is such a cryptic, like, what the fuck is going on message. Okay. It's my psychiatrist. Okay. Well, yeah, if you can still come, because I leave the 14th overnight. Like, I'm going to be, if, if I, if you come when I leave, you're going to miss half half the time <laughs> that in there anyways i'm still coming i haven't changed my reservation i'm still booked to come thursday i was just checking with you to see if it would be a problem if i move my flight to arrive a day later i don't know if i have to but i might i'm trying to move the appointment if i can i'll have to move the flight by a day you know what texting sucks because this last text message you could have said at the very beginning like you could have been like hey is it a problem i don't have to do it i just wanted to check in nothing urgent it's my therapist i'm changing meds uh i'm not dying i'm like the fuck is it like that seems like a serious thing so just call me i think we should have a rule that take an uber is fine anything to do with emotional i know you have abandonment issues I'm so, I'm hyper aware. In other words, I'm hyper aware of if I change a plan on you, you're going to think I'm bailing. Yeah, so you got to, what you have to do is comfort. You, you, you be honest with comfort. You just say, hey, I might have to change a flight. I'm not bailing on you. I'm not going to do that. And you, re it's called, it's reassurance. Okay. So if you know how I feel, mm -hmm. you address. Do you feel this way? Or if you feel this way, it's not going to happen. Or just reassure. Right. You're taking all the things that you know that I have the issues and you're just like putting them in your head going, boof, I know she's going to think that. Ooh, she's going to think this. But if you just straight up say like, hey, I'm not doing that. If you think I'm doing that, I'm not. Then it's totally different. Right. The other thing is we hide behind email and text messages. I, I know. Me having to say all that stuff to you that I said in the emails would make me cry and I'd be vulnerable and it's like so hard, especially like I'm just not a very, I don't want to cry in front of people and it's like harder to cry in front of you because like as much as you're my dad, I, I, you haven't seen me cry that much. And so it's like, that's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I can cry in front of Matt, but I don't want to cry in front of, you know, like that's like, so those emails, get, those emails were like taking a, a serious gut punch. When I read it, I went, oh, oh. 
it was like Wait, it, so it, it took me two days to recover because I, I got into a deep depression. But if you had have addressed me, if you had have just picked up the phone and called me and been like, hey, let's talk about this, you would have never gone through that depression. It would have been out on the table and it was me reaching out my hand being like, can you meet me halfway? And you were like, no. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I've got to meet myself over here. And I'm like, no, no, please. Just like meet me halfway. Like I I put out a line. Can you come in and can you like reel me back in? Can you can you help me out of the water? And you were like, I'm drowning. You know what? You know. Every human being's different. Every Yeah. So uh, that's so why we're learning. Maybe between you and me, the way our brains work and our dynamic, what our dynamic is, it's not a good idea to uh, text serious emotional stuff because it can be really easily misinterpreted. Or things that you know might be a trigger for me. Don't text them. Well, this is a two. This is a two-part exercise. We both have to work on this. And you yeah. Know, you know what it is? What? Communication. Uh huh. So. I do. I do want to say this. This is absolutely phenomenal for me. This is <laughs> this is clarifying so much, and, it, and it's such a great way to improve a relationship between a, a, a parent and and a daughter. Or the talking about it, the A side, B side. Just doing this, just sitting down and actually going through things that have happened, and exchanging your interpretation of what you said and what I said. You understand? Yeah. It's phenomenal and it, it improves relationships. And my goal is to, is for you not to feel abandoned, but I can't control that. I can do the best I can, but it might not be good enough. And you got to tell me and you know, yeah. Okay. This is awesome. Are you happy? Can I hug you? No. <laughs> Okay, first of all, that shit I got online was so creepy. I do not recommend any parents listening to follow those guidelines or take that advice. We will try a couple of the activities out, the non-touching ones, and see how it goes. And we can decide from there if it's good advice. But some of that shit is fucked up. However, when I read it, I was like, oof. And I need to put this in the podcast and get him to read it because this shit's weird. Like, what? Who's publishing that? All right. So we brought up a couple things I just want to address. First of all, the emails that he's referring to, the email that I wrote him when I was in Vietnam, I'm going to be honest, I don't even remember what I said, nor do I remember what triggered me. I was 23 at the time. And then the other email that he referred to was when my friend Jen, her dad died and she was so close to him. And I was like, wow, I don't know you. I've mentioned this before, but you could die. That was kind of like our first step into our relationship. And then there was the most recent email that was the hardest one because he didn't, we didn't talk for two weeks. So I didn't read them on the podcast, but I started a Patreon, 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 wow. And I'm going to read those emails on Patreon. So if you want to, I'm totally, I've become so insecure the way I'm saying this word. So 
I'm obviously going to ask somebody after this, but the Patreon is Patreon. Oh my God. How many times am I going to say it? Like I'm just really sewering myself right now. Patreon.com slash Nikki Bond. And they all also put the link underneath in, in the description. So you can go there and uh, hear me as I share the most vulnerable, pathetic, emotional stream of consciousness that I've ever written in my life. Okay, next episode, we are going to go on a hike, which sounds very LA and douchey. Sure. Okay, I like hiking. So like, don't sue me. But going on a hike with Bobby, keep a couple things in mind. There are women in tight clothes. It, it gets weird. It gets weird. But now it's time for my favorite Bobby bit. If you're new to the podcast, this is just a clip that I end the episode with of a missed moment that happened with Bobby. So this took place when we started to record one of the episodes and I was trying to get him to spit out his gum. It's just more evidence that I'm still the parent in this relationship. Dad, no, no, no. Just stop. Uh, uh are you uh years old you mimicking everything i do right now i was yeah it's a cool thing to do (laughs) all right Uh, well next episode yeah the gum chewing i'm just cutting this because we're done we're done this